Welcome to Real Black Consciousness Forum Podcast. This is Big VJ checking in. Today's conversation, we're going to talk about the babies. We're going to talk about parenting. And we're going to talk about Hollywood, right? As far as black entertainers is concerned, right? You know, I was able to wake up and I took a look at the headline that came out from the Washington Post. And it says that child sexual abuse suit against Tiffany Haddish and Eric Spears dropped by accuser. The comedians were accused of coercing minors into participating into sexually explicit skits in an August complaint. The plaintiff requested dismissal this week, right? So in America, if we're going to make an assumption, when we see a complaint, when we see a complaint go away, typically somebody's been paid. I'm not saying this is what happened, but I'm saying typically this is what happens in America, right? Um, let's just say this, beloved, let's have this conversation, right? Because we all in the village and we coming out of the same place and we love our people, right? But you know, you got to be careful when you allow your children to be watched by others and babysitted by others. And you got to be careful when children are spending the night over other folks' house, friends, uh, co-workers. Sometimes, beloved, you got to watch your family or your children. You got to be careful with them staying over relatives' houses these days. Because it's so unfortunate, but you just don't know, right? Everybody raises their children different. They give their kids a different set of liberties or freedoms. And, um, you know, as a parent, I just didn't do it, right? I just, you know, all of my children, of course, are grown now, right? All of them are legal adults and, you know, but um, when they were minors, when they were children, um, yeah, you can go over Big Mama House, you know what I mean? You can go over Auntie House, but... We didn't play the, you can go and spend the night with the godparents and, or you can go spend the night with this friend or that friend, or yeah, we're going to sign you up for, um, the boy scouts and you can go to the camping trip for two weeks or three weeks in the summer. And, uh, we just didn't do it. We're not saying it's right or wrong. But that's just something we we never did because um, unfortunately, beloved, you know, sexual assault is is real in the village. We don't talk about it, um, but it's but it's real, right? You know, um, I have several educators in my family, and they all teach for the public school system, right? And uh, if you got a good friend that's a teacher. Or a family member that's a teacher, they can tell you some stories. You know, our babies is really suffering, beloved, and it's um, it's it's you know we sweeping under the rug, but the babies is really suffering, right? 
I was able to see two different videos, right? When it came to Tiffany Haddish and um, Aerie Spears, right? And, um, you know, Tiffany Haddish is a female, and she haven't been in entertainment that long. She's been grinding, but she haven't been in entertainment that long. Aerie Spears, on the other hand, he's been in entertainment for a while, right? He's been around for a good minute, and... Um, I feel as though that this is probably his skit. It doesn't seem like this is something that came from her, right? Not excusing her, but of course, you know, because she had, you know, she was watching the children and everything, but I can almost kind of like imagine a budding comedian, you know, is running around with a comedian who she feels as though he's kind of like solidified, right? Um, Aerie Spears, he's never been big to us. He's never been big in the Midwest. He's not big in the South, but he did have a like a reoccurring role on Mad TV and he was a writer and he was, you know, he was doing his thing. But, um, you know, sometimes you can look at a person's outside and kind of see what's going on in the inside. And I'm a man of a certain age. So I can remember when Aerie Spears was bright eyed. He was young. He had a clean shaven look and he was doing the skits and everything. And when you kind of see him now, he doesn't look like the old him. He doesn't look like a. You know, he looks like a, a gentleman that's like he's stuck in the 80s, the late 80s. He's stuck in and He got the New York Yankees hat. He does. He's always cocked to the side and he doesn't look like, you know, he is kind of it's weird how his his outside persona is. Right. But we're going to talk about that later. I was able to see two different videos with Tiffany and Aries talking about this subject. Of course, the videos is, is brief, you know. Uh, TMZ called Tiffany and then Aries, you know, he got like his own podcast and he spoke about it briefly. And um, it kind of looked like from the outside looking in, the skit was put together by Aries because I can kind of imagine like she was young at the time. She wasn't really on. She was trying to pop and she's around a more quote unquote seasoned comedian. And he's been doing skits and everything like because um, we know Aries from Mad TV. So he'd been in Hollywood for a minute. Right. So she probably was kind of trying to take the lead from him. And she brought the children over. They're in her jurisdiction. We're not excusing her. But I can kind of guess that she was just trying to follow his lead to get on. And then this whole skit, beloved, I couldn't watch it myself personally. You know, I just now nah, I'm not into the jokes with kids and shit like that. I'm just not into that. But I can imagine that's his thing and then it didn't work. So, you know, it is what it is. It just come out like it came out as it should have came out. Right. You know, I'm not saying that. Um, Tiffany should be excused. But I am saying that. I always look at men a little different because men. You're the leadership. You know, we run around, especially as black men, and we play this. We the head game. We the head. We the leadership. We the brain. Let the sisters follow us game. And, you know, and we can't turn that shit on and turn it off. If you're going to play the head game, you got to play it all the way. You got to play it in the household. You got to play it in the neighborhood. You got to play it in business. Um, But the videos that they made is interesting because Tiffany came out and she said something. 
that Aries didn't say, you know. Tiffany came on and said, man, with me, it's just about the kids. You know, she said she may have lost some gigs. She lost some bookings. She had some stuff on the table. She lost it. But hey, it's about the children. That was Tiffany's response. When you look at Aries Spears' video, though, he's sitting up on a podcast with a small hat. I'm like, bro, that's a red flag. When you start seeing our people running around with these small hats, you already know off the top. Man, there's some deviation finna be involved because that's all them people come with when they with us, right? But he's sitting on the podcast and he's like, yo, this chick is a scammer. She's this and she's that. And he's just kind of like, he on some gaslighting shit for real. He just like, he never just took the time as a man to say, you know what? I dropped the ball on that one. We trying to be funny. All these skits ain't gonna hit, but I dropped the ball on this one because even though these children didn't spend a night and nothing like that. But Tiffany had these children and we had them in our jurisdiction for just a short period of time. We made a skit that was totally inappropriate. We bugged out. We shouldn't have did it. But I hope the kids is good because that's on us. He didn't even say that shit. He's sitting up with a small hat and he just, you know, um, I've talked to my lawyer and we going, you know, I wish I can talk about the skit. I wish I could talk about the skit. And, you know, she's just trying to get money. Now, sometimes, beloved, when a lawsuit come out, just because a person is trying to get money, that doesn't negate what you did. Because, shit, you're going to help her get money then. You know, um, like, like, for instance, people be like, uh, yo, such and such is a snitch. And such and such is a rat in the streets. But if you're not doing nothing improper, you're not giving nobody shit to rat on. So it doesn't make <laughs> it's a wash. You know what I'm saying? If you're going to give me the yo, shorty is money hungry and she's pulling a hustle. And this is a scheme to, you know, beat us out of some bread. Then, yeah, that could be true. But that doesn't negate the fact that, bro, we got eyes. We seen the we seen the video. Many of us seen the whole thing. Some of us, we could even watch the whole thing. I could even watch the whole shit. You put the joint on, you're like, man, what the fuck? Turn that shit off. That shit is, man, that shit's so wicked. You know what I mean? Like, nah, I can't watch it. But those that did see it all the way through, that was repulse. You can't act like, bro, you, we didn't see what we seen. But again, this guy is sitting up with a small hat. I'm looking for the deviation because, check this out. This is the thing I always have an issue with black entertainers, Right? This is the problem I have with black folks in media, period. I'm always weary of a man that's throwing the nigger word around. Black entertainer. He doesn't go no farther, nigger. The small hat is there. He got no jokes for the small hat. Devils is all around. He got no jokes for devils. Everything he makes, it's about... Every time you see Eric Spears, he's talking about something about our people. And it's some like real degrading kind of shit, right? This dude made a video, Big Boogaloo something, right? He's imitating a Southern artist. Now, this is something that my pops taught me years ago. My pops taught me something years ago. My old man is sitting in the living room, beloved, and he's watch all this man watch is sci-fi. Yeah, I got one of them real old head pops. He watched sci-fi and horror movies all day, every day. That's all he watches, right? So I'm looking at this shit. He watching some sci-fi movie on TV. 
And then he just doubled down on the horror movies, nonstop horror movies. So I say to him one time, Pops, why do you watch this shit all the time? You know, like, it's fake. The people falling, it's real, it's poorly written. And then my pops hit me with something that it, I never looked at things like that. He said, son, there's nothing fake on TV. Everything on TV is real. I said, no, man, that's fake. That, come on, man, they shooting that shit in Hollywood. That's, he's, no, 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 that's not what I mean, son. Every single thing you see on TV, it come out of somebody's brain. These characters, the Freddies, the Jasons, the Michael Myers, right? They live in these people's mind. When you see Poltergeist, it lived in somebody's mind first. When you're watching Scream 1 and 2 and Scream 3, Scream 4, and all of these characters lived in somebody's mind. And then they took it out of their mind and they put it on the big screen. But before it was on that big screen, it was in their heart. So you get to see what people are thinking when you watch their work. Now, boom, that hit a light. I looked at TV different ever since then. Since I was a teenager, everything I look on TV is different now. Okay. If I see Ari Spears, right, and he's making a skit called Big Boogaloo, whatever, he's imitating a Southern artist. You got to go back and look at the video. He got the old school. He got a fucking chicken chain on. This is how he see his own brothers and sisters in the South in the music industry. He has a necklace, beloved. It's chicken. He got a chicken necklace on and he got the women bouncing their ass. He had a pool party. And then there's a portion of the video where he's letting, because he got like, it's this motherfucker got a speedo on. He's letting Eric Spears, I'm talking about, another grown man hump him on the ass, sitting on his ass, humping him. And then he turned around and he kisses the dude in the mouth. Now, all of this shit is so stereotypical, but I understand that character lived in his mind first, right? And now I had to think at the video, I'm like, yo, you went so far to kiss a nigga in the mouth? You know what I mean? Like he's trying to imitate quote unquote Southern rap artists, but this is your production. This is your skit. You kissing a nigga in the mouth and you're going to hide behind artistic art or something. Now, you know, I'm just saying like, there's niggas all around the world that kiss each other in the mouth now. You know what I'm saying? So we, that's their business, that's their thing. But to go so far to make a stereotype about your people, okay, that's fine, you're a comedian, that's cool. I went on his Instagram. Airy Spears I'm talking about. And now I'm looking at, because that's the old school Big Boogaloo, and now we see a skit that came about with some kids doing some funny scout shit and some Bill Cosby kind of like background, but it really wasn't Bill Cosby because Bill Cosby was not accused of dealing with children. He was dealing with women, right? But you got some kids in the skit and he's supposedly looking at the guy, the, the baby now, on some funny style shit. So we know, no, no, that character, that skit, it lived in your mind first. Because you're acting like a pedophile. I don't even know how to act like a pedophile. That shit would have made me feel uncomfortable on the set. Like, what? No, nah, I'm not doing no role like that. What the fuck I look like playing a... Because you had to tap into that, into yourself to play the role. In order to play a character, you got to tap into that vein inside of you to play the character. But not only did you play the character, you thought it was in your brain first. You just put it out and made it a skit. So we know how your mind works. Like, damn, dog, you had to think about that shit to write it. You know what I'm saying? You had to think about Big Boogaloo to write it. 
and you acting it out, you let a nigga with another speedo jump and hump you on the butt and kiss you in the mouth because you're trying to play the skit out so well, brother, what the fuck you got going on for real? Now, we know Tiffany, she's a, but you know, you the man. We don't let y'all niggas jump back and forth over here. Not real black content is podcast because you play this. The black man is the head game and you know, the black man is in charge. Sisters need to follow the man and all this. And I ain't saying follow the nigga off a cliff, but I'm saying like this. You could have showed us some nuts when the whole story broke. He could have said, hey, I apologize for what happened. That skit was poorly wrote. We should have never did that shit. It was foul. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what place I was at the time. And Tiffany had nothing to do with it. It was my idea. He didn't even take nothing under brunt as a man. He got on the Joan and talking about some, hey, man, my career may be over. Your career? Nigga, we ain't checking for you in the neighborhood. You can't come to the city and throw no show. You can't even pass out them tickets. Nigga, we ain't going to see that shit. I don't, we don't even fuck with nigga like you. You talking about some, your career? I didn't know the dude had a career. Instead of him apologizing, he said, oh, man, this is a money grab. I'm like, who said I didn't know Ari Spears to be the money nigga in Hollywood? I, I don't know nothing to do with his hand. I didn't even know the dude had a podcast until I seen his apology. And then when I seen the apology, I'm like, man, this motherfucker sitting up here with a small hat. So when I went to the kid Instagram, I'm talking about Ari Spears. I'm like, bro, we seen the big Boogaloo video from back in the day. Then you joking about, you know, this whole pedophile shit. Okay, well, where's the joke for the small hats? Where's the Jewish jokes at? Where's the jokes for devils? Because you got a whole parody of Southern based artists like you stuck in the 90s like everybody's supposed to be wearing Timberlands and you representing real hip-hop brother you've been running with that joke for 20 years now you ain't got no more jokes but yo that's cool you making the skits about your people well where's the small hat skits at I'm always weary of these entertainers they can say nigga 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 but they don't talk about devils they don't talk about small hats they don't talk about sand niggas they put you on that platform all you can do is run down your own people so you talking about your career's gone, who's going to lose out? All you do is make jokes about us. All you're doing is making jokes about the village. Then you went so low to make a skit that we're supposed to laugh at about black children being molested. But who the fuck is going to laugh at that? We're not going to laugh at no fuck shit like that. Because it's a reality, beloved. Man, you know, I have educators in my family, Right? I got educators in my family, and uh, unfortunately, you know, it's some horror stories with our babies in, in these school systems. Some of them is going to some, I mean, they living in hell. They dealing with some real sexual assault. It's no joke, right? Um, we do not beat up or, I should say, take advantage of therapy. We don't take advantage of counseling. And... Um, we have wicked stepfathers. We have wicked uncles in the village. We got wicked neighbors in the village. And um, you got to be careful. You have to really be careful because we're living in a new day, in a new time where the female used to be the target. You got to you gotta watch the daughter around your step pops. Maybe not when she's five and six, but, you know, when she starts to develop, Sometimes, you know, you got to be careful around these step pops. You got to be careful around these boyfriends. You just got to be careful. You know what I'm saying? Unfortunately, it's been a tragedy in our community 
you got to watch your daughters around uncles and first cousins and second cousins. You just got to be careful, right? Okay. In this day, though, you got to be careful with your sons because they're looking at the boys now. We do not talk about the prison industrial complex. We do not talk about how black men are running in and out of these jails, right? And beloved, sexual assault is so rampant in that prison. It's unreal, but we used to talk about it in the 80s. We used to talk about it and we don't talk about that shit no more. We act like it don't even exist. So you got to be careful with your sons around uncle now and your sons around cousins now. You just got to be careful because, you know, hurt people, hurt people. Nobody's getting therapy. And when somebody's is getting touched, unfortunately, they grow up and they become the monster that they seen in the experience and they be a monster to somebody else. Right. So we got to be real careful with our babies. We got to be open and talkative with our children. And we got to put our kids in a space where they can tell us anything. And we got to really mean it. But you got to watch your kids, too. Right. You know, I heard educators say things like, uh, you know, this one teacher, she was saying that it's more to teaching than teaching because you have to really watch black kids because it's so much going on. School teachers, I'm talking about in the village, public school, kind of have to act like they're like extended family to the kids, right? Because, you know, they're always with them, right? Yo, I'm going to tell you what's bugged out. I was watching a video, right? And uh, it was a video about, it was a young lady. And she had to be in maybe fifth let me say between the fifth and eighth grade, she's a baby, right? And she just started acting out, out of the blue. She got up and she was throwing stuff and she was kicking stuff. And she was just, she was just, she became unglued. Now, this is something I learned from my family members being educators, right? They used to always tell me, VJ, you have to really watch out for children that always act disruptive in their last classes of the day so when you just see a, a child become unglued they throw i'm talking about this young lady was throwing shit in the class she was kicking over tables she was throwing a book bag she had a whole temper tantrum but you got to be careful what time of the day is this shit happening right okay this is what i learned from my family though when you get an ra child in one class in the village now Black teachers typically go up and beyond. They have to talk to the other teachers and say, well, how is Shamika acting in here? How, how is LaKendrick acting in here during the first period or the second period? They got to figure this out. Because if LaKendrick is cool first and second period or LaQuanda is cool first and second period, she's always acting up towards the end of the school. She finna get out of school. Why is she always acting up towards the end of the school day? This is the time you think she should be relaxed. But see, Laquanda knows she got to go home now. She got to go home. And if she just act out a little bit, they may have to hold her, keep her in the principal's office or whatever. If LaKendrick act up, they got to hold him a little bit, maybe give him some detention, hold him over for an extra hour, whatever the case may be. But you got to be careful of that because sometimes these babies don't want to go home. It's a monster at the house. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, you just got to be very, very careful of your children. This is why marriage is so important. 
So you come on this podcast, beloved. We always talk about marriage because believe it or not, beloved, marriage will fix 95 to 99% of the problems that we have in our neighborhood. Because when you got that one single parent, the kids is they, it's too much time that these children is unattended. You know what I mean? I mean, I, uh, we got to figure out a way to keep both of the parents in the same household, the biological parents. We just got to figure something out. You know what I mean? Because this, again, you know, mama's having these boyfriends. You know what I'm saying? Daddy's having these girlfriends or daddy's having these boyfriends now. And the kids is around. We just don't know. You know what I'm saying? And um, we got to be very careful, beloved. But when it came to this, this particular topic, though, with Aerie Spears, man, Hey, man, these folks, they agents for small hats. We don't need them. Anybody posting up with a small hat, man, that's deviation. We don't need him. We can't even use the guy no more. He's talking about his career. He's not even worried about the babies. What about the babies, bro? You ain't say shit about, you know, about the children. If they, they got their own voices, they got their own testimonies. These children is like, I believe, in the early 20s now, late teens, early 20s. They speaking for themselves. They're like, yo, I had to get them my underwear and this and that, man. That shit was some foul shit. And he can't even have the decency to say, or to fall on the sword and say, you know what? That's my bus. It's all on me. He going to shield her. He's talking about how his career is blackballed. Blackballed? Nigga, how can somebody blackball you with the internet? You got your pocket. Well, who blackballing you? Who's stopping you? You can make your own films. They have so many free apps, Tubi, um, YouTube. You can make your own movies and put them on YouTube. You can make your own movies and put them on Tubi. You can make your own movies and put them on Peacock. Man, they got so many apps. And so Dave Chappelle just showed us that. You can't even blackball nobody no more. Oh, they don't want me over here. I'm going to Netflix. Oh, they don't want me over here. <laughs> I'm going to Toby. Oh, they, don't like, oh, they don't want me nowhere. Well, I'm going to just work for myself. I'm going to create my own app like Snoop Dogg. And I'm going to put all my material because that's what Snoop Dogg did. Snoop Dogg, he said, man, he took all this shit off major apps because he owned Death Row. He said, I'm going to have my own app. And put my own shit on my own app, and I'm just gonna do it like that. I ain't finna, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I ain't got to put my. He said it's gonna be hard as hell for you to find a death row song with any of these platforms because I got all my shit. <laughs> Peace and black power, though, family. Watch out for the babies, right? You know, really watch out for the babies. Um. You know, the neighborhood watch thing is real, man. You know, um, the neighborhood watch thing is real. You know what I'm saying? So just watch out for the children. Watch out for your babies. And I know you want your children to have some liberties, but you got to be careful with that. And you have to really make sure that your children can come to you by anything for real. Like they can really come to you and talk to you about anything for real. Not just no cliche shit. They could come to you for real. Until next time, man, it's Big VJ, Real Black Content Forum Podcast. I get it with you guys later. Peace.